everyone to episode 25 of the Daddy Sharps podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And John, we're just a couple of dads who break down the conferences, the games, and the fights that your square buddies are not breaking down. Boom. And we are on the second round of March Madness. We've got you covered. All the spreads, all the over-unders, we are ready with our best bets. Also, we're ready with the deep dive. We've got some Mm. sleepers Mm. in that deep dive. So stick around for that one. Right now, though, let's recap our best bets from round one. And let's just start by saying we (laughs) went, John, eight and two on our best bets in round one. How do you feel about that? Not bad. Not bad. So if you were listening, made all the best bets, you laid $100 on every best bet, you would have laid down 1000 bucks, walked away with over $1,500. That's pretty darn good. Yeah, not bad. Do what you will with that money. Tell you what we're going to do with it. We're going to turn it around on round two. And while we're recapping, I want you to keep in mind exactly what games you think we might be betting on because you're going to get it wrong. (laughs) You're going to get it wrong. We've got some great games for you. All right, really quick recap. I'm the guy who lost all the the losers here. I'm responsible. (laughs) There's only 20%. Let's be real. (laughs) Well, I I am the 20%. All right. Uh, And right off the bat, I picked UVA to cover five and a half. They were up by 12 twice in their game twice in their game and then they just let Furman go on an 18 to 4 run at one point and that was it that was next bet hook them horns texas covered minus 13 and a half over colgate that was a winner texas a&m versus penn state which was my next best bet i said take the over 134 and they hit 135 that was a winner. <laughs> yes, it was. My next pick, Creighton, minus five. Another winner for the Blue Jays beat the Wolfpack by nine. And then this game just wrapped up. Indiana, Kent State. I took the over 140. That should have been a winner, but it was a loser. So I went, I went defense last week, or I should say round one. Vermont Marquette under 143 and a half Marquette pulled away in this one, leaving Vermont with nothing to play for in the end, but the daddy sharps under and we catch Xavier Kennesaw state under 154 and a half. This game almost got out of hand. Xavier almost busted some brackets, but that didn't hurt the under as the daddy sharps to another under victory. San Diego State minus four and a half versus Charleston. The trendy pick, Charleston. Everybody said bet Charleston, not the Daddy Sharps. We had it as a seven point victory for the Aztecs. They win by six and we cash. Tennessee, Louisiana under 134 and a half. Tennessee, one of the best defenses in the entire field, under catches. And finally, the first game of the tournament, we started 1-0. West Virginia, Maryland, under 139.5. Another Daddy Sharp winner to the under. And the total here only gets to 132. I heard you mention at the top, like, last week as opposed to a couple days ago. Doesn't it feel like, though, it was, like, last week? It There's does. been so much basketball. It does. And I can't believe we're only halfway through right now of dude, the weekend. <laughs> dude, no sleep till Brooklyn. All right, let's go. The Daddy Sharps are killing it so far. So let's keep it going. Time to break down our best bets for the second round, which starts tomorrow, Johnny mm. Boy. You Shall I kick us off? 
Let's do it. Let's hear it. I'll do the honors. I'm looking at a matchup between a couple of Tigers to start things off in round two. The Tigers from Missouri versus the Tigers from Princeton. Pause here. Insert Rauer. Nice. (laughs) Yes. Missouri's favored by six and a half in this one. The over-under is 150. Princeton shocked the world by upsetting the number two seed Arizona. Another wildcat, by the way. At least we thought that was the upset. You know, Purdue was the really big upset <laughs> yes. today. I mean, it just like broke records or tied a record at least. So anyways, back to the Tiger game. So Princeton must be the Cinderella story of this year's tournament, right? That's what everyone's thinking. Their, their momentum is going to take them all the way to the final four. It's their year in Ivy League school, right? Am I right? No. <laughs> hey, look, man, look. If this were like Model UN or, or the Science Fair or Math <laughs> League or something. Nice. All my Model money would, in. <laughs> all my money would be on Princeton all the way. Yes. Folks, folks, this is the second round of the NCAA tournament where dreams die quickly. And what happens uh, to fairy tales? They always end poorly. Yes, they do. Missouri has a lot going for them. Higher tempo, much better offense, much higher efficiency. They're six and one against the spread in their last seven games on neutral sites. My best bet to kick us off is the Tigers from Missouri to win and cover by six and a half. Uh, Mr. Luke, I'm going to call that the Frosted Flakes bet. Very nice. Two Tigers. what it is. (laughs) Yes. Luke, on this first one, I'm going to do something I rarely do, if ever. I'm going to look at the Texas minus five and a half versus Penn State under 140 and a half. My best bets my man Ooh, plural we plural we got multiple in the same little, game little, little s on the end there yes texas minus five and a half and the under 140 and a half i'm gonna go for it on this game my data really likes it when i break it down shows that texas is actually gonna win this game by seven at least Texas last five games, they are 5-0 and against the top competition. They played Kansas twice, Colgate, TCU. Texas won those games by an average score of 15 points. They aren't just winning, they're demolishing teams. It's impressive. In the last 10 games, Texas has been favored by six or less four times. They are 3-1 and one against the spread with spreads that small. Penn State's only chance here is a three-point shot. They are ranked 12th in the country does not concern me at all because Texas is just that much better everywhere else. And now for the over-under. Oh, baby, this is right in the sweet spot for my data, which is hitting unders at a 90% clip on neutral sites. It's an automatic bet based on those alone. Texas is 5-2 and two at hitting the under on neutral sites. Didn't you factor in the five-game streak they're on? where they are killing their opponents. They are only allowing an average score of 57 points against. This defense is just shutting people down, and that includes the number one seed, Kansas, twice. Impressive. It's rare, but I have two best bets in the very same game, Texas minus five and a half and the under 140 and a half. I love Texas minus five and a half as well, but that's not as rare as you might think, John. What? Not as not as rare. Tell me more. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little story here. From yes. first four to the second round, the Pittsburgh Panthers destroyed the Cyclones from Iowa State today. Next, they face the Xavier Musketeers. Xavier favored by four and a half. The over-under is 153. 
I also have two best bets in the same game. What the heck is going on with the Daddy Sharps right now? What is going on? The data is cooking. That's what's going on. That's what happens when you go eight and two. First, <laughs> boom. The Panthers are hot. I'm making one best bet, Pittsburgh, to cover four and a half. The Panthers are better when it comes to all of these that I'm going to rip off here. Free throw percentage, which you need down the stretch of any uh -huh. game to cover. Better on defense, which wins you tournaments like this one. Better on causing turnovers, and they have a much deeper bench. Doesn't matter if someone fouls out or foul trouble. Someone's coming in. Xavier, on the other hand, is 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. And can anyone say they looked solid against that number 13 seed, Kennesaw State? Oof. Can we say it? No. No. They didn't <laughs> no. look very good at all. My no. other best bet, though, is the under. The under in this one, 153. And here's why. The under is 7-0 in the Panthers' last seven Sunday games. Well, well, well. Bear with me. Bear with me. This is mm -hmm. kind of this mm -hmm. is kind of deep diving into the data here. I like it. The under is 5-0 in the Panthers' last five tournament games. The under is 7-2-1 in the Musketeers' last 10 tournament games. The under is 4-1 in Xavier's last five games versus a team with a winning percentage above 600. Uh, all of that just, you know, paints a picture. It just paints the picture. I saw this total. It's come down a little bit to 152.5 or so. It might come back up. So I'd buy it early if you can. Paints the picture that my best bet is Pitt and Xavier to hit the under 153 and for Pitt to cover 4.5. Look at that. Four best bets in two games, folks. Boom. <laughs> Next, I'm going to go with something that you won off today. Creighton at Baylor, minus one and 1.5. My best bet here, Creighton plus one and a half. In my data, Creighton's rated as the better team. The book is giving me them as an underdog, and I'm all over it. In fact, my data says the Blue Jays are going to win this game outright by five. I'm getting a point and a half. Interesting matchup here. Creighton is one of the best teams at defensive rebounds in the country, while Baylor ranks near the bottom, so they better not miss any shots. However, Baylor usually doesn't miss any shots. They're one of the top offensive teams in the field. The Blue Jays are 4-1 against the spread in their last five, and 4-1 against the spread in their last five NCAA tournament games. Normally, I don't break out stats like that, but the reason I did on this one these guys are always ready to play against the top competition. They've been here before. They've been to this round before. They always do. People go to play basketball here to play in the big dance. Creighton, plus one and a half. Take them. It's going to be good. And then I'm going to go straight into a tournament favorite, Michigan State versus Marquette, minus two and a half. Over under 141 and a half. My best bet here, the under 141 and a half. We hit the under on Marquette today. Let's go for it again on Sunday. One of my favorite stats of this entire tournament, Marquette, eight and five to the under on the road on a neutral field. They are an astounding six and oh on the under. Wow. That plus my data says the under has a 67% chance of hitting one of the highest percentages in this round of 32. On the other side, we have Michigan State, who's on a 2-0 understreak. That combined with Marquette's 4-0 understreak. I'm all over the trends on this game, Luke. You also have to look at the tempo in the game. It should be a really slow-paced one. Michigan State, last 10 games, they've seen a total above 140 once. It actually went over, but it took overtime to hit it. Marquette, with their top 20 offense, 
has seen a total set by the book between 140 and 149 four times, and they've hit the under four times. I like it, sir. Yeah, I love that too, and that's why for my next best bet, I'm also making Marquette, Michigan State, a best bet. What? Yes. The data is cooking, I'm telling you, but I like Marquette covering two and a half. Mm-hmm. Here's I why. like it. Yeah, the Golden Eagles looked in command against their first-round opponent, Vermont, late uh-huh. in the game. Second half, they just dominated. Just when you need them to be in command. First half, you know, whatever. Feel the team out, make some adjustments, and kill them. I got some more stats for you here, the kind that you don't usually like. But, we're, again, <laughs> all of this is going to paint a picture for you. The Spartans are yes. 0-4 in their last four games following a straight-up win. They're 1-5 against the spread in their last six Sunday games. They're one and four against the spread in their last five games following an against the spread win. The Golden Eagles, though, are four and zero against the spread in their last four games versus a team with a winning percentage above six hundred. That means they rise to the occasion when they have to. All of that again, we're painting pictures here. We're we're Bob Rossing all over the place, John. <laughs> yes, we're just little little bush here. Maybe there's a little, a little happy tree beautiful over tree here. here. Yeah, their own coach Tom Izzo said in an interview that the Spartans team that he has right now is not the best he's ever had. Doesn't have confidence. On the other side, I love Shaka Smart for a lot of reasons. Coach my alma mater years ago, took him to the final four. A lot of my data points to this game, and that's why I'm making this a best bet Marquette to win and cover two and a half. Nice. I like it. Next, I'm going with Arkansas versus Kansas, minus three and a half, 144 and a half. My best bet here, the under 144 and a half. So, Luke, what we got here, two good teams that play in two top conferences, but don't let the Kansas over in the round one fool you. They played Howard. Before that game, they were on a seven-game under streak. As for Arkansas, they're on a two-game understreak, under three of the last five games. The last four NCAA tournament games, going back to one of my stats here, Arkansas is 4-0 to the under. They got experience here. They know what to do. Kansas assistant coach Norm Roberts said Arkansas actually compares to Texas for the Jayhawks. That's not a very good comparison for Kansas. Texas beat Kansas by 16 in the last game of the season and by 20 in the Big 12 championship game. The average total in those two games was 133 points. We're getting more than that. Arkansas isn't as good as Texas, but we have a 12-point total baked in to the total number given by the book here. Kansas failed to score more than 60 points in either of those games. That's kind of a scary comparison. I'm going to listen to the Kansas coach. I'm going to take the under in this game. John, rock chalk Jayhawk, dude. What? Are we agreeing? I know. I, <laughs> I looked at other games. I analyzed. I did the data. But I'm also making the under my best bet as well. So w- what are we going to call this? Like the the We've done this before. The bestest of bets. The, the best, <laughs> I like it. Bestesses? <laughs> the bestest. Best, best bet. The bestest of bestest. <laughs> Just some more stats for you. On the heels of our of your data, my data, the under is 10 and 4 in the Razorbacks' last 14 games following it against the spread win that they covered against Illinois. 
just the other day. The under is 6-0 in the Jayhawks' last six games following a straight-up win. Both teams have outstanding defenses. Kansas, 47th in the country in shooting percentage on defense. They are uh, 38th in three-point defense. Arkansas is 62nd in shooting percentage allowed. And they are 22nd overall defending the three. I don't know if they're going to be three-pointers in, in this game or not. But, look, it's all a recipe, you and me, for the under. And under 144 is also my best bet. I love this total. I do, too. I don't feel good. This can't lose, man. Against no. these, two, these two teams? Come on. Yes. All right. All right. Let's get excited because I've been waiting for this moment all podcast long. Let's deep dive into a couple of games we like or we lean to or whatever. We're just going to call them a couple of sleepers, John. I like that. And this this first one, I never would have thought this is one where I'd, I'd go for this here. So UCLA minus seven and a half versus Northwestern, 127 and a half. UCLA, I have been comparing them to Tennessee in this tournament. One of the best defenses in the entire field of 64. My best bet here, the over, sir. I'm going mm, with yeah. the over 127 and a half. I like this that. is the lowest point total for both of these teams in the last 10 games. For the Wildcats, they have hit the over three, one and one in the last five. UCLA, three and two in the last five. Now check out this stat. UCLA, 17 and 18 on the over all year long. So they're kind of right there in the middle. However, in non-conference games, they are hitting the over 67% of the time. I don't know if they're scoring more. I don't know if their defense just can't keep up with the with somebody they don't have tape on. And then I found this quote from the Bruins coach after they demolished UNC Asheville in the first round. They won this game 86 to 53, Luke. He said his team approached the game with a professional attitude throughout, and it's something they are focusing on. He does not want them to drop off an intensity throughout the game. How many times have we bet unders today? And then they just kind of dribbled around, don't go for the fast breaks. I think he's trying to make a point here, and he wants to keep running this score up. I like the over, and I will not be holding back when I bet UCLA over 127 and a half. Nice. I love that. You know, it, it's a great point. That's exactly what happened in the last game of, of tonight, the Indiana game. Uh, you know, Indiana just took this huge lead, you know, started benching people and everyone just gave up like both yeah. sides. Like this is your this is it for you. You're, you're probably going to lose the game. But are you going to quit and just like, you know, oh, come on, man, pick yeah. up the intensity. Yes. And Ugh. it just seems like a lot of teams do that. But this UCLA coach does not want them to do that. Nope, can't because it'll set you up for uh, for something bad the next game. I agree with that philosophy. Don't yeah. give up. Yep. All right, I got a game. I got a game for you. I just can't make it a best bet. Can't do it. I got the Gales from St. Mary's and the Yukon Huskies. Yukon is one of those teams, name recognition. They've been hot for years, right? And so Uh everyone is going to bet on Yukon. Everyone kind of, they know the name Yukon. They're a three and a half point favorite in this game. The over-under is 129. So the easy answer for me is the data likes St. Mary's to cover. What? Let's break it down a bit. The Gales are six and two against the spread on neutral sites. UConn is a five and one against the spread. I should say the Gales against the spread. 
UConn is five and one against the spread on neutral sites. On paper, though, UConn is the better team on both sides of the ball. I'm not going to question that. And they were one of the favorites at the beginning of the season to go all the way to the Final Four. And, and you know, at the time, yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. However, both teams' offense efficiency—they're close. They're really close. The Gales, though, on the other side. They're both good on defense. The Gales are a defensive powerhouse. Their coach yes. is a real student of the game. He's taken St. Mary's, been the longtime coach, to the Sweet 16 one year. He's got the experience, been in the tournament a bunch. For UConn's coaching staff, this second round, that's new territory for them. Never been there before. This is going to be a great game. It's going to be one of the better games, I think, of the tournament. Right now, all the money is pouring in on UConn. I think it's only because... UConn, say it, and you think it, and you, and you pour money on it. I think the St. Mary's team will definitely cover. I also think they'll win this game. It's going to be a great one, I'm telling you. Very nice, very nice. A little deep dive find. I love it. Hey, let's recap our best bets for this week's second round of March Madness. All right, so I like Arkansas versus Kansas. My best bet there, the under 144.5. I got a two-for-one here. The Texas versus Penn State game, I like Texas by 5.5 and, and the under 140.5. Creighton at Baylor. Baylor's favored right now at minus 1.5. Buy Creighton while you can. Go with the Blue Jays, plus 1.5. And, and I think we both agreed on the Arkansas versus Kansas bet, my man. Yeah, best bet for us is under 144 and a half. Yeah, I love that. So again, I think it's the bestesses of the bestesses <laughs> bet. Yes. yes. <laughs> I also like the Marquette game. We both love this game, Michigan State Marquette. Um, I am on the spread. I like Marquette covering minus two and a half. I have two best bets in the Pittsburgh Xavier game, the under 153, and I like Pitt to cover here, four and a half. I think they do it. Finally, my last best bet is the Tigers from Missouri to beat the Tigers from Princeton and to cover minus six and a half. And I just got to add one more thing, Luke. And I do love as a best bet, the Marquette under. Totally. Did you not put that in there? Did we not I, squeeze that in there? I didn't squeeze it in there. Oh, well. But now I reminded the listening public. Yeah. Let's recap that. Recap. Yes. Of the bestesses bets. <laughs> bestesses, bestesses. Combined, we like Marquette covering two and a half, and we like Marquette. Yes. The- yes. But Luke, before we go, we got another podcast already out there. It's ready. It's ready to be enjoyed. Be sure to check out our best bets for UFC 286 London, which kicks off tomorrow afternoon. It's not too late. The odds haven't changed that much yet. That podcast is there right now. I might go listen to it as well to remind myself what we picked. <laughs> and stay tuned. We're going to have a fresh March Madness podcast on Tuesday, just in time for the Sweet 16. John, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast today, we'll say, because we're going to be back next Tuesday. But remember, always gamble responsibly, folks, and within your means. And the best bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win except in round one of the NCAA tournament. (laughs) Then we always win. (laughs) And be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We will be back next week with all of our best bets and much more. 
But John, first, as we always ask, who is your daddy? We are. That's right. Stay sharp, everyone. <laughs>